yes we are we are live Uh, so hello everyone good morning uh, hope you are all safe and uh, staying at your home so uh, we know the lockdown gets going sometimes and that's why we at aws ug pune decided to uh, go with this panel discussion about how our friends the startup community are dealing with the problems they are facing in the businesses right now so today we have on panel with us amit arif jayesh and sanu amit is uh, co-founder and cto of sy which is a car pool platform Avis is a co-founder and CTO of Metro Gears, which has a product Metro Leads, which is a B2B solution. Uh, Givish is uh, co-founder and CEO of Infra Cloud Technologies. Uh, they provide a cloud. Uh, they provide a cloud consultancies for your company. Uh, Sunny is a co-founder and CTO of Cloud Hash Technologies. Uh, so we will start with how they have started with the startup journeys and. Uh, what problems they face earlier. We will discuss their journeys in short and then we'll start with the panel discussion going ahead. So Amit, we can start from you. Sure. Thanks, Jayas. Uh, I hope everyone is safe at home. So uh, we started SRITE five years back with the vision to provide safe and secure travel commute to everyone, to giving the social experience, to reduce the traffic on the road and uh, provide an economical and social experience. Uh, so journey has been good so far. Uh, it's interesting time. Uh, uh, we started from uh, Pune and then expanded to multiple cities in India. Um, uh, so it's, it's it's an interesting time going forward. Thanks a lot. Uh, so then Arif. Yeah. Hi everyone. Um, so Metro Guild is about eight to nine years old. We started our journey initially with focusing on uh, placing advertisements and we were working with web services. And eventually we found a gap uh, in the business requirement wherein ROI for offline advertising wasn't being delivered. And uh, long story short, we sort of focused on that problem statement and grew from being an analytics company uh, to actually turning into a full-fledged uh, pre-sales lead management system. Uh, right now, we are spread across uh, three geographies. We are in US, Europe, and India. Uh, in US, we majorly focus on luxury markets. And uh, in India, we are a prop tech-focused uh, company, wherein we help uh, large and medium uh, developers accelerate their sales. So we uh, capture everything, every communication that you have with your customers. We help you build long-term relationships them with them. And to that end, we have deployed our own telephony stack. We have our own email, SMS, form capturing. We also integrate with WhatsApp. We have several uh, mobile apps uh, based on React Native, Flutter, that are actually given to all the customers so that they can capture all that information. Uh, at the end of it, we do a, a lot of reporting as well. Um, and uh, in certain cases, we also deploy just the telephony bit. We also have on-premises deployments uh, that help large customers deal with a lot of uh, call center use cases. Thanks. Uh, so, uh, Girish, uh, how was your journey with the InfraCloud? 
So we started uh, InfraCloud four years back, and uh, from day one, uh, our focus was uh, container technologies. Uh, because me and my co-founder, Vishal Biani, uh, we come with a lot of cloud and uh, DevOps-related background. So uh, we envision that um, containers is going to be the disruptive technology when it comes to cloud and DevOps space. And um, that's how we started off with InfraCloud. And uh, what we do is uh, we focus on cloud-native technologies, which is the umbrella term for containers, Kubernetes, ecosystem and help companies modernize their applications and their infrastructure. Uh, and a uh, lot of our focus is on open source technologies. Uh, and uh, we do have enterprise support products for a few key open source projects, uh, which either we have started or we have part. So yeah, uh, that's, that's about InfraCloud. Uh, Samir, how was your journey? Uh, Some of you are on mute, I guess. Can you guys hear me? Okay. Yes. Uh, so we started uh, uh, Cloud Edge uh, idea, started working on it about four, four and a half years ago. Um, when we were trying to solve problems for our existing customers, um, and to be very frank, uh, I was fairly new to DevOps uh, as a term. Um, and um, so it was quite interesting for me to learn what, what it was. Uh, so it took some time to get used to it. But when uh, in 2016, I attended Do DockerCon, that's when I really uh, realized the power of that the container technologies can bring. And like uh, Girish talked about, we strongly believe that it is going to be the future of uh, how software is packaged and shipped uh, uh, everywhere. Um, um, it has been so far used for uh, by Silicon Valley companies or cutting edge tech companies. We strongly believe that that needs to be democratized and uh, hence we have created a platform that allows people to containerize their existing technologies. Um, we, we have had our uh, journey is quite interesting because uh, even though the uh, container adoption is what we believed in. We realized very quickly that, uh, uh, you know, whether uh, when we started showing the product first, we people actually told us that uh, this is all great, but can you actually help us get there? And so our product suite is now from uh, analyzing what people already have to allowing them to deploy. So, and now with uh, COVID-19, like everyone else, uh, we are also impacted. We are at home. Um, all of us are working from home. Um, but given that we are already in cloud or we are working with cloud, we are relatively less affected, I would say. So I just have a, one small question for you guys. Can you just tell us a story behind the name of a company? So how you came off with it, if, if you can do that? So for us, uh, SRI is as stand for a smart, social, safe. Uh, so that's how we uh, started the name. We initially thought about S3 ride or something like that, but then we sort of need to make it SRI. That's cool, Arif. Yeah, I would say that um, Metro Guild for us has always been, uh, you know, we, we I don't think we put a lot of thought in the name. 
but metro became our moniker for everything so we have like four five products that start with metro which is metro leads metro meets there's uh, you know metro teleport so um it was just a culmination of you know people coming together and uh, that's where the guild comes from but like i said to be honest not a lot of thought has gone in there sure uh, so how, how, what was your, what was your story givesh i'm glad you asked this question because sometimes i feel naming the company is tougher than running a company you know <laughs> and right now i'm helping one of my <laughs> friends in their company so <laughs> um i think uh, so one was uh, we wanted to keep a very simple name um and uh, something which uh, um easily uh, people can relate to what we do um and um, infra in the name actually means uh, foundational technologies and not it has a more broader meaning than just you know infrastructure per se um whereas cloud was you know and i just wanted to combine two words uh, and and make it as simple as possible so we went through a lot of names and this was the simplest one and another thing what you need to take care of is um, does uh, mca uh, allows you for that particular name or not so that is another challenge then obviously domain names and there are other restrictions too so yeah i that's that's how we came up with the name cool uh samir um so we uh, our original name was cloud breeze to be honest and like girish talked about it uh, we uh, got the domain and everything uh, we then realized that it resembles very closely with uh, uh, cloud bees which is where um, which is a jenkins uh, company as well and thankfully i had a friend of mine at cloud breeze who advised me against it uh, naming it cloud breeze uh, because it could run into issues related to trademark and all kinds of things so um, because our company was incubated in uh, white hedge um, we sort of combined cloud hedge cloud breeze and white hedge and came up with cloud hedge and it's all sort of also gives you a meaning to say that you know you can hedge your bet Uh, with cloud and hedge your bets with us um, on cloud so <laughs> so just to add to that you know naming a company is a, actually a very serious business uh, 2 years back one of our customers uh, it's a startup called netsil they got acquired by nutanix and um, i went for their party in sf uh, san francisco and the ceo <clears throat> uh, introduced me to a person and he told me that He, uh the gentleman actually helps you name the company and um, netsel how they came up with the name was and it was named by that person the company's name netsel uh because um the company netsel uh, worked into observability uh, at a, at a broad level so and they <clears throat> actually uh, allow give you more insights into various networking protocols so uh netsel is actually uh listen spelt reverse so that's how they came up with me that's interesting uh so going ahead with the discussion uh, i wanted to ask you guys what problems you are facing currently what challenges you are facing currently with your businesses because of the covid 19 thing so again uh, as a round robin we can start with the Sure. 
So uh, we had started with the uh, vision that we want to reduce the vehicles on the road, and there are no vehicles on the road now. So uh, uh, on, on the on the serious note, uh, obviously business is low, uh, very low. But uh, uh, as an entrepreneur, we feel that we strongly believe that it's a temporary situation. Uh, from transportation point of view, we always have provided a safer and social commute. Now, once this after post-COVID, people will have an issue with the public transportation, and that can bring up uh, new challenges and new opportunities for the different ride-sharing and transportation companies. So uh, as of now, we we are focused on how we can enhance the product experience and use this time to things which we wanted to always do and take forward it uh, ahead. Cool. Uh, yes, Arif? Great. Uh, so given uh, that we are an organization that helps with sales and we generally work with businesses in India that actually work with walk-in sales, right? So. The sale doesn't complete uh, unless you look at the apartment or the flat, right? In US also, when we work with luxury markets, uh, we work with yacht, yachting companies, so people have to get on the boat to buy. Uh, what's happening now is a lot of their sales are not completing, right? So therefore, uh, you know, the shift has gone from uh, trying to convince a person to buy by bringing him to the product instead to bring the product to the customer, right? That's point number one. Uh, so our focus has been to first is to retain existing customers, right? People who are saying, I don't need the product anymore. My sales are down. So what can we do for them so that they get value out of our product and, uh, you know, actually help them with uh, in these difficult times as well. The second uh, thing that we are dealing with is how do we attract new businesses? Because being a SaaS product, there are a lot of companies that are, that are still actually in the uh, are a little behind when compared to using uh, technology, right? So how now the need of the R is that these companies themselves are de desperate to leverage technology. So how can we make it lucrative for them to get in there? Uh, the third thing that we are focusing on from a business point and as a challenge to us is to you know create a brand name and do marketing. So to that end, uh, you know uh, I'm really proud to say that my team literally. Uh, produced and a video conferencing product overnight, almost overnight. Although the genesis was almost uh, six months ago, but the delivery was done pretty quickly, right? So that really helped us also, and we gave the product out to the community for free, uh, you know, to help and also to get a name out there. And uh, that has also been a challenge. You know, the team is not used to working with video conferencing solutions and uh, how to get them working, how to get them working efficiently, and all of that. So that's what we've been focusing on. And also, in general, uh, the challenge for us to come is to come up with new innovative products, right? Uh, and that too in a time, timely manner, because the uncertainty of COVID is such that you might be solving a problem for COVID, but COVID it might, itself might not last for long. Or maybe the way people do businesses might change a little bit, right? So you have to really time what you're developing for. So that, that's been a, the, a great challenge. And of course, uh, from the sales side, I would say I'm not going to touch up on uh, team and employment uh, employees right now. Uh, but from a sales side also, you know, we are used to cold calling people, walking over to their businesses, showing them the product, helping them, meeting with several people. That has all changed. The good part, however, is that now people are sitting at home, the stakeholders. So they are more open to taking phone calls, more open to doing video chat, more open to listening to us. 
uh, but yeah, but the sales team also have to uh, sort of uh, you know change their orientation of how they were selling. So all the scripts, everything that we have that works in person has to be redone to kind of make it work for um, uh, an online world. Sure. Uh, so, Girish, what challenges you guys are facing at Intha Club? Right. Uh, so, um, I would uh, look at it uh, from four different perspectives. One is uh, people, other is strategy, third would be cash, and last would be execution. So, I think on the people side, uh, work from home, I guess we have a um, dedicated topic and section allocated so i think uh, we'll take up that then um <clears throat> so uh in terms of people i think on our customer side uh mostly everybody uh obviously wanted to uh you know uh, conserve their cash um so some of our uh, customers um the there has been hiring freeze uh but uh, luckily we are working with some customers who are either deep pocketed or anyways they had a very long-term outlook um so we were able to balance between the two um secondly with respect to the strategy i think uh, uh when uh, COVID thing happened we have been actively thinking about what are the other opportunities um how how we can make best of this situation and uh, because of the first order second order third order effects of covid uh, is it going to throw up new opportunities to give you an example um we do a lot of uh, professional services work uh, for uh, for container related products uh, one of the challenges had been to be in us and do on site consulting so that restriction is going to get relaxed. So that is one opportunity which could crop up. Um, so there are these uh, strategic changes which we have to do as we go along. Um, third would be the cash side. Uh, luckily, we had been a very lean organization. And uh, so we are able to sustain during the period where either customers could be asking for a uh, better price or uh, they could be deferring their payments. Uh, but I think for now, um, we we will be able to manage by ourselves. So that's that's not going to be a huge impact. And thirdly is the execution part. Uh, obviously, work from home brings in its own challenges. Um, and uh, uh, we have been uh, trying to deal with it uh, uh, for, by various ways. Uh, I think we can discuss that uh, in detail uh, later on. But yes, a uh, lot of communication has increased. Uh, I think communication is an overhead uh, when you work remotely. But luckily, we have been remote-friendly organization. So the impact has been minor of that. So thanks, Girish. Uh, Samir, how CloudEdge is impacted due to all this situation? Uh, Samir, you're on mute again. Okay. Uh, so we are also uh, in the same, I mean, I, I guess everybody is in the same board. Um, um, the customers with whom we have been talking about the new projects or existing projects, uh, they are um, sort of uh, being cautious and rightly so, because all of us have to make sure that we conserve cash because the uncertainty related to um, COVID and how it's going to pan out 
um, many people um, uh, found it different than what it was before. And so there is clear um, impact on uh, some projects that were going to start uh, where there would be capital investment or there would be new, which would be called as new projects, but also is an opportunity from the point of view of adoption of cloud is going to, we see already signs that people who were sitting on fence about adoption to cloud or new technologies, uh, some of them which are coming from unlikely quarters, uh, people who would you who you would otherwise think are resistant to adoption of new technologies are um, open for it. Uh, and so we are talking with them. Uh, we also are um, seeing that uh, people in the essential services space, uh, they, they may be facing problems. So we are, uh, as a matter of uh, organizational policy, we are offering them uh, assistance and free evaluation for uh, seeing how they can help. Um, that is the part of, because uh, obviously sales conversations are not happening or I don't expect them to happen. Uh, right now we are focusing on helping our customers in any which way uh, that will reduce their pain in these times. Uh, because it, right now it's about uh, survival uh, for some customers and it's also about sustenance uh, for uh, the next couple of quarters as we see it. Uh, sure, thanks Amir. Uh, so I agree there are like a lot of problems going on right now and uh, we all are surviving. We are all are just trying to survive the whole situation. But there might be some of the some of the positive things happening ha happening as well. Like uh, I was discussing other day with Amit, and he was saying uh, that he is trying to integrate some cool features in the app. So similarly, what are the positive things happening uh, over this period, or what are the things uh, you are getting time for, which you have planned from the earlier, and now uh, it's a time to do those things. Uh, so again, we'll start with the Amit. Yeah, so uh, as I uh, told earlier, uh, this is a great time to reduce your technical debt uh, because normally in the regular uh, cycles, you are busy with the uh, regular stuff, the organization stuff and other things. Uh, as of now, uh, because the uses of the application is low for our end, our support team is uh, slightly free. Uh, we are upskilling them to give a better, better, better customer experience. Uh, we are investing a lot into automation at this point of time. Uh, so going forward, we can do a faster deliveries and faster product announcement. A uh, couple of interesting models we are evaluating at this point of time uh, to see how post-COVID world we can enhance the uh, user's experience. Uh, DevOps is an is a area where we are uh, again and again like uh, putting this time to uh, make uh, entire processes better and, and investing there. Uh, so. Uh, this is a this is challenging time for for entire organization and team. Uh, so it's important for for organization and leaders to keep the teams uh, moral very high. And I think uh, with with uh, clear communications, uh, we are able to do it, and that's that's uh, very very important. Sure. Uh, so what are some blessings in disguise for Aviv? I think uh, uh, Jayesh, we can't hear you. 
so we will continue with you uh, givesh uh, until ayub joins again um as i mentioned i would say uh, uh, one would be uh, we always wanted to be a remote friendly organization and um, now what has happened is uh, we know that even if everybody is remote uh, we are still able to keep the uh similar level of productivities if not same levels of productivity so th this this was a good uh, experience for us to you know uh, try out whatever uh, uh more processes and uh, whatever we thought of making us more remote friendly so it's it's a, like a guinea pig situation where everybody is at home so um with respect to uh, the one on ones or um how you can engage your employees during these times uh, it could be the same if you are running a completely remote organization too so that is one that is one opportunity which is being thrown up secondly uh i wouldn't say yeah i mean yeah you can call it blessing in disguise but uh, i think risk management we never did that very actively uh because uh, uh it takes a while for you to move from the startup phase to uh, what we call as a scale up phase uh, where you know uh, you have more long term plans you are more uh, uh, organized and um, so because of covid situation we were forced to look at all our customers uh, see what sectors they are in uh, try to see what kind of impact this will have so overall the business continuity plan and the risk management i think that is a good exercise which we should do every quarter so that's that's another realization um and what else um yeah i think those would would be the uh, important ones and yeah thirdly i think asynchronous communication we had always laid lot of emphasis within our company um to have asynchronous communication so whether it is you know on slack or uh doing a lot of documentation uh documenting your processes it really helps when uh, either you are working remote whether it is voluntarily or you are into a forced situation like covid um so that is that is another one sure that's interesting uh, what about you samir managed to unmute this time in folder on that <laughs> so um so uh, the interesting part is uh, that we have uh, always believed that uh, you should be able to work from anywhere um so this this was kind of a so it's like a business continuity plan which was never acted upon it's now being tried and tested in these times uh, not in a happy situation in the sense that you are forced so you don't feel happy about it but otherwise it's a good way to um for us to get into all the situations that you could potentially get into and um, uh, so people are starting to work uh, meetings are reduced uh, in the sense that uh, the amount of time uh, one on one meetings are more versus group meetings where a lot of the time um, it sometimes is spent Uh, so uh, what could potentially be done with a document or an email um, um can be done in that now uh, so people are starting to think about it uh, when they are forced to um uh, so that's the good part we are um 
uh, also looking at uh, what uh, what are people what you know people are realizing the benefits of commute versus uh, being at home um how much time were they spending so it's also given time for us as a company as well as individuals to introspect uh, we are doing a lot of uh, uh, technical debt uh, being taken um, taken as uh, tasks that could otherwise would have been slightly slowed down because of the customers actively engaged um even though the customers are engaged um, you still get a lot of time the other benefit for um, uh, our developers is that they get uninterrupted time if they want to spend that time in developing. So uh, things like a feature which would have uh, potentially taken slightly longer uh, gets uh, developed faster because they can just do get into a DND mode and uh, get cracking. And so we've seen some remarkable results in uh, in those aspects as well. Um, so yeah, that's nice. So work from home is working well for you. Uh, what about you, Arif? So I would uh, put it into three buckets. Uh, one being the business, then product and people, right? So from a business perspective, the silver lining is, like I said, a lot of our customers who never adopted technology for their sales are now being forced to do that, right? Now, how long do they keep it up? Uh, what happens at the end of it, uh, we'll, there's something we'll have to see. But uh, we are able to now get meetings faster than ever before, right? Uh, and a lot of people are sort of, uh, there's a there's a sort of a herd mentality, right? That what is the other guy doing, the successful guy doing? I just want to follow that. So uh, luckily, we are already into the successful customers, the leaders of the pack, as they say. And therefore, replicating that business model for the new, the laggards is kind of easy, right? So business that way is is kind of uh, getting, taking more pace, right? Uh, from a product, I would say we are taking an alternative approach. Uh, in this case is that we are, uh, instead of focusing on existing things that are already there, because see, the point is that we have to acquire new customers at this time. It's a matter of survival, right? We are a bootstrap company. We don't have deep pockets. We can't keep going along for a long time. So that means revenue has to be generated. And focusing on existing customers is part of the problem, but not the entire problem, right? So therefore, uh, the existing features that we have and technical debt, as we call it, we are sort of taking, uh, that's taking a backseat, but we are focusing more on innovation. So. A few bets that we placed about six months to a year ago where you know uh, these side projects are started and they are put on ice because there's no adoption or there is no bandwidth for team members those projects are now uh, are really paying off so we capture all sorts of communication for our customers right video was one of them but it wasn't important until covid hit now we had already done our background work on that therefore it didn't take much time there wasn't a re a really a lot of uh, thinking that needed to be done. It was just a matter of taking that POC and that project and deploying it into production. Of course, the production challenges are different, right? The other thing uh, positive that's come out is that working from home, we already have a very liberal work from home policy. So people do work, but people are used to talking in silos at some cases, right? Because again, bandwidth is less. We are a very lean team. So everybody does not necessarily get involved in every decision and people are autonomous. Uh, but because of work from home, they are now 
being a very articulate they are putting things on with slack or emails and that is disseminating information very consistently right so we have a uh, it's a by policy any final decisions do go in a wiki that is meant for posterity and you know and new onboarding developers that come in they always always have a wiki and they know how what the final decision was but now we are also starting to document the process of reaching that final uh, you know uh, decision and being a small company you know large companies document the process itself they have the liberty and the bandwidth but as a lean company we simply couldn't do that earlier so that is really amazing to see how people have started to speak up started to you know sort of document things and that is helping us a lot uh from a people perspective like uh, giri said we have a entire uh, part dedicated for that so i'll i sort of talk about how work from home is really changing and helping us in in probably the next stage of our discussion uh sure so before we move to the employee part of the things uh does anyone of you have some other opinions about the business part or if you want to tell something or should we move to the next part and so i would just like to add that this is a perfect time to go back and look into your roadmap and fine tuning it because post covid world can be a different a very different for different businesses okay so uh taking the same roadmap and going ahead with that will not be the intelligent approach uh, this is a time perfectly to to suffer entire roadmap and see what makes sense what does not make sense so i would add to what amit said uh, from a business perspective the way we are uh, you know sort of aligning our discussions now is that whenever we have discussions related to ideas or features or roadmap we always put it into three buckets either you are doing it for the short term which is could be as small as two weeks three weeks four weeks like until the lockdown uh, is lifted and then the second bucket is six months because it will take time for people to get back to normal it's not going to the switch is not going to flip overnight right so features that are meant for up to six months and then the third bucket is six months and beyond so we have teams literally like virtual teams uh, again lean team small team but the thought process is always like today i am going to focus on tactical things right the next week i am going to focus on strategic things so it's very important that businesses and i'm going to i will talk about how team members also should be thinking at this uh, in these covid times is that you should always focus on what a time frame you're looking at because certain solutions just did not make sense uh won't make sense beyond 6 months right and you really have to be agile and nimble enough in your thought process right from top to bottom where you always say hey i'm doing this as a throw away piece of code or a throw away piece of feature that's just going to help my customers for the next 6 months beyond that once people start walking out and moving into businesses then this may not be that important so then even architecting that solution or you know sort of uh, just not extrapolating a lot becomes very very important so discussions also change depending on the time frame you're looking at uh cool so you guys have already touched this thing earlier as well but i will again ask if uh, you want to add something in this so how the work from home situation is affecting the productivities of your team and uh, how these things are like uh, impacting your company and uh, how going ahead are, are you looking at avoiding the micromanagement completely and going remote company okay 
so uh, uh, for us uh, we never was uh, micro management companies i i think most of the startups are not uh, because you have for the lean companies you have to uh, make or bring in entrepreneurs within a company right then and then you can uh, scale fast so micro management was never the question and it's never going to be uh, from the productivity perspective uh, i think if uh, like our team has a very clear ownership and and that's why it did not impacted much uh, at least at the leader side uh, lead of the teams uh, at a, at, a, at a junior level there is slightly impact i see uh, which we are trying to think how to uh, to fix it but overall i i i also don't see the the big impact uh, because uh, yeah uh, we the team is able to very very easily uh, switch to the mode and 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 uh, switch to the new new working model cool uh, so how's the situation at mcdonald so um, the way i would look at it is that work from home is not as usual uh, we are a very liberal work from home and any time uh, team members have had situations where their productivity increases by working from home they've always opted for work from home right? whenever let's say for example just for the sake of work from home people don't take it if you have any distractions they do come to office however that has changed and i would just take it to a little higher level than tactical i would say is that the big, most important thing that has changed for our team is a lot of empathy need needed to be brought in right productivity is going to change that is the reality but you have to be empathetic about why that is happening right there could be space constraints there could be family constraints uh, there could be kids there could be a lot of things right so i wouldn't really say hey is this guy who used to be productive at 100% is now suddenly going to 50 you need to understand why he's coming to 50 or 60 or 40 right and that's what has helped us a lot we are now thinking from that point that how many hours in a day can you allocate to yourself right no not everybody has the privilege of having their own rooms to themselves and sort of having complete distraction free 4 hours a day uh, to do this everybody is helping families right there are no uh, helps in the house and you might have parents and all of that so being cognizant of all those things has really helped us to you know sort of uh, make sure that we work with team members and say what's going to work for you you know is it that after everybody sleeps you are more productive so then hey let's do meetings later in the evening uh, a lot of team members are early early risers in our company right so people who used to start office a bit late are now waking up early to help other team members right that okay you know morning nobody's up maybe that's the best time to talk so that's i think is changing and we are very aware of that fact and again we are taking a top down approach where the leadership make sure that you know we align to where the team can contribute and how they can contribute right the second part is that uh, autonomous uh, working is now the key right we always used to have like weekly goals and weekly tasks we never used to do daily or sort of micromanage that from that sense uh, but now we are sort of extending that to two weeks and we are saying that you know take your time these are the constraints within which you have to work and also the situation is a little different for us we are working from an innovation angle we are not working from a fire fighting angle or from a point of view that hey we have these 10 features that we have to finish it's more like you know innovate at this point you have time you have like sami rightly said you know you can go in dnd mode dnd mode helps you to think creatively 
right it opens up your mind it opens up your space because you are not being clamored by deadlines you're not being uh, forced by somebody to do certain things of course there is a uh, you know there's an 80 20 rule where almost 20% of the time we do customer support but luckily you know through the marvel of containerization we really don't have a lot of time that we spend in devops or uh, you know uh, doing any firefighting on that side so it's mostly uh, technology side but yes thinking about empathy thinking about people's personal lives making sure we are not intruding and also there's a very uh, fine line between you know nowadays you forget the difference between hey it's a sunday or it's a monday right or it's morning or evening because you're pretty much looking at the same wall all day long or those four walls all day long right so you have to also uh, you know be cognizant that are you invading people's privacy and their personal time right because for you for me even it's like uh nine in the night i'm like there's no difference this might be just noon time for me right but you just have to be aware you have to be situationally aware you have to be you have to have that emotional intelligence to sort of make sure that productivity rises and you don't intrude and uh, i think uh, rf uh, that's a that's a great point about empathy you know uh, are you considerate uh, considerate towards your colleagues or not uh and it's not going to happen overnight just because because of covid suddenly an organization is not going to be uh very uh considerate very empathetic you know it's uh, it's more of because of this situation um it will be more evident to everybody uh, to what extent that organization has empathy and how well does it take care of uh, its own people um so <clears throat> uh in our, in our case uh, i think and it's true with uh, all the rest of the startups also that it has been remote friendly whether it is you know amit sarf or samis company too um but the <clears throat> important thing is coming back that um, all these uh, uh it's it's difficult uh, when you don't have that face time so we need to make sure that Uh, all the meetings happen over video rather than just a voice uh, because uh, when you are just uh, um, staring at a picture or a blank screen it's very easy to get distracted um, so that's why i try and make it a point in my every meeting uh, ask everybody to switch on their videos uh in a subtle way it is also you know make them start their day at the right times because it's very easy to think that okay we have entire day and you know um you will just uh, won't have time for yourself and you will be like 24x working um so compartmentalization it's it's an important thing right so that's why we are encouraging everybody like uh, assign those hours be whatever those hours are make sure that you work only during those hours and then you log off or else you're always going to be um, um hooked on and you're going to get stressed out and uh, it's not just about uh, working remotely the situation is very unique it's like uh, you can't even go out of the house you know so it's a double whammy it's not just you're not able to go to your office you're not going to go anywhere so um that is another thing which uh, which is actually affecting more than just uh, remote working per se and um, the second part of your question whether it will be the new norm uh, i think that's unlikely what is more likely is uh, having more of an hybrid approach that 
um you will leave it to uh, your people whoever wants to you know do always be always remote you will be fine with that uh, if you are not as of now uh, but uh, i think uh, what i have been talking to people and majority of them like you know no we just want to come to office i don't know if that is just because they are always working from home or it's just the lockdown situation uh, they want to go somewhere whether it is office or not so uh, <clears throat> um i think um, there will be more of a hybrid model where offices might not be you won't have an office for the entire capacity maybe 60% 70% i don't know and uh, you could have part employees working always remotely and um, in a way it will also decentralize so for example um any big city and even in pune for that matter if you are living in one part of the town uh, you don't want to travel to the other one um so why not have a co meaning have a co-working space in the other part of the town and have those two three whatever number of people work from there right and uh, this is actually a great opportunity to uh, make sure you are really truly uh, remote friendly sure uh yes sir you can continue yeah so i think some great points that i already mentioned by all three guys um i just want to add to that what we sorry next time we should next time we should give samir the first opportunity <laughs> <laughs> no i am okay i am i am i don't like to talk much anyway so <laughs> i i am the lazy kinds but um so so the inter- i i want to add to what people have already said um, by saying two three things what we have done as one of the things uh, to we obviously understand that employees and every person at home is going through different kinds of stress because you don't know the kind of things that are happening at home because for example some people uh, at home have elderly who they have to take care of and that uh, in these times it's quite hard for them because there's stress about what is going to happen uh, they may have parents who they have to take care of who are not living with them maybe they are close by and then they have to do groceries for them all kinds of things uh, you don't know what their situation is so we have to be extremely cognizant of it and yes we saw uh, some drop in productivity in in the sense that some things that were supposed to happen in the stipulated time did not happen but i think people have taken it in their stride uh, nicely to accept it um, and equally when when you do that right when you are understanding of the and uh, empathetic towards these things uh, people also go extra mile and cover cover up uh, for whatever lost time or whatever uh things that they couldn't accomplish uh, by putting in additional hours we are not um we we also see so for example an extreme example i'll give is there is a, um, a colleague who and his wife they are at home both of them work uh, they have a young kid who is 3 uh, 4 years old and she needs uh, at least one person's attention on a daily basis obviously so they have shared their calendars and uh, the, uh, the our colleague actually works late in the evening starts his day at about 7 in the evening when his wife gets over a uh, wife's work gets over because her work is quite time bound and uh, he is working late uh, at night the advantage is that 
he has to interface with uh, us time zone people uh, makes his job a lot easier uh, allows him to uh, get get lot of peaceful time uh, to focus on things which otherwise would have taken a lot of uh, more effort because he gets distracted by something else so those are some interesting uh, viewpoints the other interesting point and i want to mention is that the thing that people miss um, um, is the hallway conversations or coffee chats right because some new ideas spark up uh, during those conversations as well sometimes uh, and we were actually quite we did not have this concept of a monthly update or whatever because we would do these hallway conversations and people uh, who wanted to know uh, things could be easily disseminated uh, that information uh, that has been now replaced with uh, two things we uh, are doing every other week uh, we are doing sort of an all hands uh, video conference um uh, where we there is no agenda really we are actually just asking people to show up and just um, share anything that is interesting that may be happening in their lives uh, it could be something that they discovered about uh, themselves it also we are we are also making sure that uh, our hr is active in these situations because uh, the kind of information that people hear from all kinds of social media platforms uh, it could scare people off and we are trying to make sure that we are um, keeping them aware that uh, things are not as bad as they seem uh, in addition to that what we are also doing is we are um, telling people about things that they need to take care individually uh, to manage their expenses um, i mean there's not a lot that they can spend on right now anyway uh, other than essentials but to make sure that the moment the non essentials open up don't go and buy an expensive iphone that you wanted because you know uh, you have to conserve cash individually as well as companies because um, you know i've been part of uh, the 2001 um, uh, dot com burst uh, in the bay, bay area and i've also been i've also seen 2008 like a few of you uh, were also part of that uh, but uh, when this uh, particular uh, what we are going through right now is unprecedented and um, it's it's not something anybody of us had seen so whether you call it a black swan event or something that uh, you were prepared for i mean if somebody tells me that they were prepared for it um, i'd be quite Uh, skeptical about uh, that person so we are all um, this is unprecedented i don't think uh, three or four uh, generations have seen anything like this uh, in their lifetimes so we have to be very very cognizant of that and so we see that uh, we are making everybody aware that this is um, this is what we are part of and looking back we may be able to tell people that we were part of it and survived that's what we want to tell you we don't want to be part of a statistic right sorry little longer than uh, <laughs> uh so we will start with you again for the next question uh so uh, what are your views on the hiring landscape currently like how the hiring at your organization going on or uh, how do you think it uh, the whole situation of affecting it um so hiring we are being cautious it goes without saying that we are being cautious the um, offers that we had already made we are honoring those obviously we are talking with those uh, people making sure that they are going to join so we actually had in the last 3 uh, weeks we had uh, two virtual hiring uh, events sort of the first one we were 
uh, we had to take a lot of effort to make sure that people got what they wanted in initially we were not ready i mean we were not allowed police permissions to hand over their laptops for example so it took a little while for them to get onboarded but uh, we were able to do that um, but in from here on um, how do we hire um, really depends uh, it's going to slow down there's no doubt about that i don't think it's going to be um, what it would be uh, if you had asked me this question a month ago i would have given you a different answer obviously but today the um, we are slowing down but uh, we are taking care of people who are with us and we are honoring all the commitments uh, that we are already made the offers to uh, so i think hiring that that's going to remain the status quo we, we are looking to conserve cash uh, unless absolutely necessary yes uh... So what about you, Girish? Like how the hiring situation in South So actually, we are a bit in a tricky situation where even though um, there is a lot of uh, gloom and doom in then uh, at a macro level in the market, uh, but still we are uh, more constrained uh, due to the supply. Uh, so supply side constraints. So. Effectively, we have right now more projects what we can deliver on. Um, so even as of now, meaning we had uh, three joinees in last uh, last uh, two, three weeks. Uh, we have three to four people more joining in next week. Um, so it's a tricky, tricky call for me because on one hand, obviously, I know that, okay, the market is this way. But when I analyze it at a micro level, looking at all our customers, uh, what their plans are, um, I really can't uh, stop that hiring because that uh, demand is still there at the micro level. Uh, so that's why I call it a tricky situation uh, because at macro level, it's different. When I look at it in at a individual level, it's, it's a different scenario. So um, we are still hiring. Uh, the interviews, interview process, the joining, everything is going on uh, as of now. But having said that, we are also very cautious. Um, so that's why I'm like uh, monitoring the situation on a daily basis. There is, um, I've already had all the conversations with all our customers in terms of how uh, they look at the situation and what their plans are. Um, but yeah, it's so far when it comes to hiring, it's uh, nothing has changed. Cool. So, Avif? Yeah, I think I'll start off by saying I envy Girish's position on here. <laughs> uh, I, 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 sometimes it's scary, you know. Suddenly I because I don't know whether I'm doing the perfect thing or not, but um, I have to go with my instincts, you know. So uh, I take this question in uh, two uh, perspectives. One has uh, you know the general knowledge and common sense that's floating around, which is important for all the viewers over here, right? And then the second is how Metro Guild is dealing with it. Uh, so people should be aware that the general uh, common sense that's being told to everybody, right from the likes of Deepak Parekh to you know the, uh, the individual members in the community, is that any company should be thinking about conserving cash, no matter what space you are in. right? Uh, and the fact is that there are so many conversations which give you so much data points that some people say six months chalega, kuch bolte hai, ek saal to minimum hona hi chahiye, varna phas gaye. 
कुछ बोलते हैं वेंचर रनवे while doing hiring at the same time right but you still want to like girish said right there is demand and there will be pent up demand so a lot of times you want to hire for the future you don't hire for what you have today right uh, you are running a business for the long run so all steps need to be taken you have to tread very cautiously right and i'd also point out one thing that i'm seeing a lot of comments coming in uh, please take everything that you hear in the news with a pinch of salt राइट की प्लांट्स मूव हो रहे हैं या बिजनेस यहाँ जा रहा है वहां जा रहा है इट्स ऑल वेरी स्पेक्यूलेटिव एट दिस पॉइंट राइट देर आर सो मेनी फैक्टर्स एंड सो मेनी डायनामिक्स एट प्ले दैट यू रियली कैन नॉट पिन पॉइंट एंड से दिस इज गोइंग टू वर्क राइट सो जनरल अप्रोच फॉर मेनी बिजनेस टूडे इज टू बेसिकली कंजर्व एंड जस्ट फुलफिल द डिमांड एट हैंड बट नॉट रियली पुट योर सेल्फ इन अ पोजिशन वेर यू आर प्लेइंग विद पीपल्स लाइफ एंड करियर्स right why would you hire somebody without knowing how long you are going to last right uh, because people join companies for the long run they don't really do it for uh, you know 3 4 months so i think that's the that's the current landscape now this is caveated by the fact that it really depends also on the sector that you are in if you are into online games today if you are into healthcare if you are into you know cloud storage you are pretty much in a good shape because those sectors are booming right people are moving to all of these things and all of that so you have to really take yourself put yourself and say which sector am i dealing with what is my domain expertise right if you are into retail if you are into hospitality then i'm sorry to say you're not going to see anything for a long time right and jobs in that space are not going to open probably not going to open uh, for a significant amount of time so keep in mind keep that perspective in mind where you are and then sort of think uh, take any decisions or think this through um for metro guild um we uh, have but luckily we only had uh, some offers given out which were internships that we are honoring no doubt uh, but overall we are sort of now uh, laying line low right we are because uh, anyways we are being in innovative uh, uh, mode uh, innovation mode and we are sort of making sure that uh, we can sustain for the longer period before we bring somebody on so we always think of the team members before we think ourselves right we really don't want to put ourselves or anybody in that situation um now beyond that what's going to happen i think it's going to be a week by week decision it's not even going to be a month by month every time we reevaluate we reevaluate on mondays and fridays right you are like abhi kya karna hai out because you have to capitalize also on the situation as a business right a lot of good people are currently uh, doubtful or you know are changing or you know just because their businesses are designed in such a way that they are available right so you have to also uh, take be opportunistic about that right and i'm talking about that as a business owner i'm saying that you know you will see a lot of people actually doing you know in, uh, hiring ag- aggressively because they are like we are going to get good people at this time so 
I think uh, I would say that opportunities are there. Some sectors are more benefited than others, and you need to reevaluate on that. And uh, Jesh, uh, are we reading out questions right now, or are we going to take all the questions later at the end? Uh, so, uh, so some questions are related to the whole thing we are discussing right now. So we can okay. take. Yes. Okay. So uh, there was a question about upcoming opportunities in the cloud. Um, I really think that cloud is one of the benefited sectors. Uh, many people who did have, uh, you know, sort of on-prem solutions or need to scale up. You know, the one of the need is that companies that were running off of single servers or you know just sort of coasting along when it comes to infra are now actually looking for solutions that say, hey, my demand just went up 10x and I'm not able to handle it. And on the flip side, I'm actually losing business. So I'm seeing a lot of resumes, a lot of uh, things coming in where uh, cloud opportunities are a lot, right? Uh, so, so, so again, I, I, I would put it in perspective and it's very difficult to pinpoint and say, this is how it's going to work out. But I believe there's a light at the end of the tunnel. So I would like just to add on the Ari point, I think rightly said, uh, for us, we will always conservative about hiring. Okay. Uh, we, uh, like from year back, we had started thinking, uh, the moment we open any job opportunities, we are really thinking, do we really need this position or not? Can we, can we fix this with the automation? Can we change the processes? Can we really need this position or not? So to keep the company very, very nimble. Uh, one of the thought we have, uh, which I'm not sure correct way to put it or not, that grow with the machines, not with the humans. Okay. So uh, we want to really very conservative in hiring all the time. And that helped, uh, that thought process helped us in this time also, saying that uh, hiring talented is always challenging. It's challenging right now also. Uh, uh, the way Samir and Giris told, uh, we had three uh, uh, position opens, which we, uh, we hired in this time uh, that worked very, very well for us. We have a couple of positions still open and, and finding people for those, those positions are where tough and going to be tough. So uh, from that perspective, we, we are still open for hiring, but those are very key critical roles uh, to, to fill in. Uh, just to add to that, I think um, RF really put it uh, out really well because um, when it comes to founders, it's always a, a it's always a balancing act, you know, where you want to make sure that your current customer needs are serviced, uh, while you also want to make sure there is enough runway and uh, you don't over provision. So that's the balancing act everybody uh, at every time keeps on doing. And probably in these times, uh, on a probably daily basis, uh, we are even hourly basis, we are looking and doing that. Uh, based on whatever the data points or new news coming in, right? Uh, I guess uh, that that would be true for uh, all of us. Yeah, the part of juggling, juggling we do as part of running a business. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> Previously, maybe we would have done it like a quarterly, monthly. Now it is daily, yeah, if not a hourly thing. It's a, it's a daily uh, changing situation on a daily basis. You know, and, you uh, see... Uh, yeah, go on, you see better things happen. You obviously have to take quick decisions and uh, figure out where those resources are going to come from, whether those people, whether those machines, whatever it is. Um, and you know, that's what it, the game is all about. 
So coming back to the cloud question, uh, cloud uh, enables or, or uh, the, why you want to adopt cloud would be for two things. One is scalability, another is the cost. Um, so scalability, if you are in those sectors uh, which are moving right now, um, that's where um, scalability in coming picture and still there will be a lot of demand for cloud technologies. The other part is the cost, um, where we are seeing some of our customers, they are like happy to pay to us because they know their spend is going to reduce on the existing um, uh, public cloud or other solutions. So they are like, hey, we are okay to spend onto this because it, it will pay for itself. Um, so when it comes to cloud, we need to think of these two things, uh, scalability and cost. Um, if the sector is affected, uh, can the cloud solution um, help them reduce their cost? Then you can still, you know, uh, you're still in the business. And uh, if your sector is uh, is really booming, they need to add capacity. Cloud is going to help. Yeah, so, so it all depends upon your existing customers. Obviously, when it comes to new customers, there's not going to be much activity. So based on your current customer base, what sector they are in and what stage they are in, it's it's going to be a very uh, uh, company specific uh, outlook. Um, so just to add to that, Girish, I think the other driver we I uh, we have seen even before COVID and it will get accelerate after COVID is the fact that uh, capital expenditure uh, budgets will be affected. And so a lot of the capex uh, will move to opex, which is operating cost, which is what cloud lends itself well. And so we see that as a strong driver as a result of COVID, because no um, completely greenfield or even brownfield projects or new data center provisioning that people said, you know, I've been running a data center for 15 years. I'm okay. I want to run, continue running that. I think there's going to be pressure on some of those projects as well, and so that will result in cloud adoption. Yeah. So just to add on, Samir, any solution where pay you uh, pay as you go model is going yeah. to be will be opted by the uh, by the uh, clients uh, because no one would like to go in a long term contract on those kind of things at this point of time. So uh, to the viewers, if you are entrepreneur and trying to build something new, try to think about the subscription models or any kind of models which is going to be applicable post COVID uh, scenarios. Uh, sure, those are the great views about the whole point. Uh, so we have a question here from Jitendra about the same thing. So he's asking that uh, we see there are job cuts in the US and other countries due to COVID. Uh, will that open more doors of opportunity for the companies in India? So anyone wants to take this question? So I can uh, probably take a stab at it. Uh, Jitendra, I would say that um, just because you know the US companies are closing down doesn't mean that everything moves here. The demand also stops, right? But what I do see happening in India, which I, I hope it happens and people are really pushing for it, is that entrepreneurship activity will rise, right? These times don't move jobs, they create new jobs or they create new demand. Right. So whatever was working until now, because this is an unprecedented situation, people should be looking at ways to solving these new problems. Right. Abhi, the whole world is focusing on healthcare, but I think just as normalcy starts coming back, I think a lot of things, uh, opportunities will come over there as well. Uh, 
and then of course companies will spawn up uh, investment will we see investment will rise in such innovative companies and therefore job will get created but also keep in mind that us has a 2 trillion dollar stimulus that has come in which is almost 11% of their gdp so they are not going to let uh, you know themselves uh, just be left behind right and again these kind of news items are very anecdotal i think you need to see but yeah be open and be opportunistic right uh, i think last time jab hua tha 2008 or i don't remember to 19 somewhere before that alibaba spawned up in china right so those examples are there but uh, you know i really don't see that uh, maybe it will happen but there's no clear indication that it will happen an example is japan is moving all their businesses out of china right uh, up manufacturing have but uh, again those kind of actions will happen and manufacturing might come to india more and uh, if you're in that space then you should be keep watching it out but there is nothing definitive about it yeah, so just to add on arif's i i personally believe that demand for the niche skills uh, is going to be there okay uh, uh, demand for the talented people is is always going to be there so it's time to upskill upskill everyone okay and grab the opportunities coming coming up post covid uh okay so just as amit said there will be demand for the skills so what are the skills you guys think will be in boom after the lockdown or there will be requirements for those skills and what are the kind of certifications or courses you will suggest to the people uh, who want to be who want to get into some other job or who want to uh, who, who are entering entering industry after the lockdown okay uh, so from my point of view uh, definitely uh, anything everything related to automation is going to be the key because people would like to save uh, uh, improve the productivity save time and and those aspects so obviously automation devops uh, cloud uh, is going to grow so all the skills related to that uh, data science ai is anyway growing and will keep growing so uh, on the on those skill uh, on those aspect also things are going to grow maybe other participants can add um i think uh, programming is one skill everybody should be able to do it i wish i mar hrs and you know they even they can do some kind of programming because as as amit said you know automation is the key uh, so programming is all about that right you should be able to stitch things together at least uh, so when it comes to our recruiting team i would ex- uh, expect them to do some if they can do and uh, i see some potential there uh, do automation with trello uh, right uh, with your email and things like that to optimize things why not so i think that is a key skill no matter no matter the times um so my, my bit in this is i actually look for um, i mean my belief is that yes uh, programming is an important skill and certifications are important but my act, i always recruit for attitude and uh, basic uh, aptitude and so if you are somebody who wants to make an impact or who wants to improve in these times i would say that this presents the remote working um, presents you with an opportunity to actually broaden your repertoire in the sense that um, given a problem don't just look at it with a, a narrow mind or a narrow focused area 
I actually encourage people to think about what is that particular feature going to do and think about the broader impact it's going to have to your end user. If that kind of a thinking is uh, learned or if you are able to improve in uh, the way you think about you go about your work, uh, being autonomous unit as an individual, being independent in doing your work uh, will carry a whole lot more value. And this sort of alludes to the earlier question that somebody asked about uh, whether uh, people in the US losing jobs is good for India. Uh, like Arif said, I don't think it's there is a direct correlation. Uh, if you are good, I think the probability that you may get opportunities from anywhere in the world has certainly gone up because of this. Um, um, it also means that you have to demonstrate the ability to being independent and being autonomous. That will also be the additional supplementary skill, as I see, because nobody wants to. Uh, I mean, if you if you are able to deal with uncertainty or some unknowns in the specs, as you would like to call, um, then that is a skill that um, many startups or even large companies uh, look for, because that adds significant value in terms of reducing the amount of time the team leads or um, come you know the seniors have to spend in explaining what it means. So I think to me that that is. Uh, uh, this this presents a unique opportunity to do that. So, I would say that first of all, you're never going to get this opportunity again. The fact that you have months and months of time uh, sitting at home, reduced workload, again depending on the sector, uh, you're just never going to get it, right? You have to capitalize. If you haven't done anything with yourself in the last month 40 45 days you've actually probably been left behind so uh, again it's not so dire but it's important because when i talk to uh, my mentor companies uh, mentee companies you know we have to exaggerate a bit uh, the thing is that uh, you have to capitalize this opportunity you have to think in two ways one if you are looking to change your role or if you're looking to change your uh, stream then you just go and do all the basics 101 start from scratch just start learning right talk to somebody senior talk get a mentor right because mentors also have a lot of time nowadays so you find a mentor that can help you in that space who's probably a thought leader in that space get time from them and take their guidance to know what to do next because the landscapes are very very large right you could go down into hype based uh, learning and end up with nothing on the other side right uh, like say for example a lot, a lot of people are on the uh, machine learning ai hype train but unless you know statistics you know the basics and you know what what you're supposed to do at the end of it i just hear people saying cnn rnn and right i'm like Achha, thikhe, you know abbreviations great but uske baat kya, right? uh, but i think i would focus more on the people to use this time to advance their careers right Every company should have a career ladder and career ladders define key what you are supposed to do next, right? So when you get a promotion, you never get a promotion because you are, you might be good at doing the next role. You get a promotion because you're already good at good for the next role, right? So how do you get ready for the next? So let's say if you are a, a lead and you want to become a manager, you have to learn the managerial things before you become a manager. Right. There are very rare cases where people get promoted on potential. 
but it's mostly uh, you know you have to exhibit those qualities right now the great part is that it's not just a few people that have realized that it's pretty much the whole world that has realized that so a lot of courses are available for free right now and not from any college we are talking about top tier elite colleges like harvard x iits everybody giving out their courses for free all right they are doing it in a two modes one is an audit mode where you get to learn but you don't get a certificate right or you pay 100 200 dollars and you get nam name sake certificate that you can put on linkedin i would actually say that don't get discouraged by not being able to pay the certificate fee the mere fact that you are going through a four week course by an by a professor who's running like a 10 billion dollar company like i was recently in a course by karim lakhani uh, from howard who's doing a course on lab to market technology entrepreneurship right and just the fact that the people who are teaching you things are so amazing like they have built like hundreds of companies and they are that information is now available for free to you and like samir said i completely completely you know uh, back him up that being able to talk and being able to see the bigger picture than just saying ki ha mujhe code likhna aata hai ya mujhe ye submit karna aata hai ya ye process run karna aata hai being able to talk intelligently about the bigger picture is going to what take you to the next level so you should be in a mode where you say by the time the lockdown gets over i have improved myself and improvement needs to be tangible improvement doesn't mean ki maine char courses dekhe aur baaju mein netflix bhi chal raha tha aur friends bhi dekh raha tha right to maine course ka tick tick mark kar diya to mera ho gaya i have actually i have spoken to my mentees and i'm like really i mean that's not how you finish it right you need to do those assignments those assignments are also free um but certificate nahi milega ha aaya aapke paas utna if your company can provide you with that or you can do that then spend the 100 maybe it's helpful or not there's a lot of debate over there ki certificate ko koi value hai ki nahi but the learnings that come out of it right because then you'll be able to sit with the product manager you'll be able to understand what he means with those jar- jargons and the thought process right ki pmf hai pre pmf hai post pmf hai wo kya hai product market fit hi hai wo right but then you'll be able to articulate because finally what happens right once you're able to talk to people when you're once you're able to establish a conversation that's what advances your careers as well because then people know that okay i'm sure samir will corroborate this right a person who can contribute to a conversation is more important than a mere spectator you cannot be a fly on the wall so you should yeah. put goals on yourself and say that we i by the end of this lockdown i will be able to uh, you know uh, improve myself and do it tangible right so and again uh, last point and then i'll <laughs> i'll stop talking is that focus on what you are already good at ye opportunity ye nahi hai ki bhai koi main jaake koi teesri cheez seekh lunga and i'll be like oh i have an added skill now make it pertinent for your role you're going back to your jobs right you're not going to go back to some random company once the lockdown is over you're going to the same people make sure you're ready for the next level when you get there because like i said once business comes back a lot of people who are currently at their positions will be advanced because new people will come in and if your companies will either grow or they will die i don't think there's a in between anymore once the lockdown gets over right so uh, be prepared for the future be prepared for yourself is what i would say don't go for a particular don't go for c++ acha hai abhi to chhoda c++ koi bolta nahi apologize for that uh, but uh, python hai or whatever right Uh, a disclaimer we are a python company we don't do c++ <laughs> so 
don't think in those specifics think of getting bigger entrepreneurship being bigger than uh, you you know seeing the bigger picture is more important yeah so just to add on the arin point i i i agree that certificate is a kind of debate uh, it's good to have it but more than that if you are learning something you can build something put an online showcase it okay you can write a in depth technical document around it can you establish your authority on mistake overflow or github that more going to helpful in 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 in, in future so and, and most of things are free nowadays easy to get it okay if you want to build something and put on the aws gives you the one year free trial so uh, things are there uh, and you have to show your authority on on your topic if you are trying to learn so i think that for me that's more important than certificate and um, if you are into technology and any tech company is always look going to look for a key skill which is our are the engineers able to learn new things or not um and a simple way for me to judge uh, or during the interview process i'm going to ask when there was a lockdown what did you do and uh, that is going to tell me whether you know you are keen towards learning new things or uh, just the uh, you're just going to put something in your resume um and you know what happens is in the interview process obviously the questions will get more deeper and deeper okay if you answer like i read this book or i read this blog the next question is going to be about that and it's going to get uh, so you can't run away from that you can't lie your way out of an uh, process you know and uh, as uh, when it comes to founders and also anyone who is taking an interview they do it on a daily basis so it's very easy to find out who is really uh, utilizing their time well and uh, who is going to just write some random things in their resumes <clears throat> and another thing uh, added to arif i think upskilling is the key thing uh, you don't need to do random things uh, upskilling is the important thing so whatever you're doing how do you do it, uh, get to the next level of it uh sure i completely agree with all the points and especially with the points sambhav and avi put rightly that uh you should be able to contribute to discussion rather than just uh like you know things but if you can't uh, if you can't contribute some uh, something uh, about that it doesn't matter right so uh jesh one more thing um just uh, uh one more thing so uh we started this program called talk to us uh, so it's a mentoring session uh, if you go to our website uh, anybody can you know uh, set up a time with our engineers and they can give you specific answers to your question at least when it comes to uh, cloud technologies that how do you further your career and it we have been running it for i think a month or two so far um so that is one opportunity to you know directly talk to our engineers and understand uh, what you can uh, learn when it comes to cloud and devops technologies sure i guess that will be really helpful for many of our attendees as well uh, so going ahead we will uh, i i would like to discuss some points about the h1b or travel opportunities after lockdown uh, will there be some on site on site going on or will there be some travel travel opportunities what do you think like when travel things will start again i want to go first i don't want to travel <laughs> because i have done so much business travel i'm happy with this 
so but jokes apart i don't think so at least 6 months anybody is going to travel uh, and even after that uh, only and you know my guess is as good as anybody's guess you know it's it's like a random number right now anybody's guesses uh on site um, i don't think so that's going to happen much uh if not at all but uh coming back and i think one of the original questions was about silver lining for me personally not doing business travel is a really a silver lining for me uh so similar thing about me as well i was supposed to travel for three or four conferences in these two months and uh, like that was also march april and may was completely completely on flights and now i'm getting this 40 50 days at home so i'm writing blogs and i i'm completing some books i i was working on i'm completing some courses i was planning uh, earlier and this is actually giving us a lot of opportunities to learn and uh, express in a way we are expressing expressing different ways so what we usually do is uh, go at a conference and talk about what we are working on but currently i'm writing blogs about it and the people are liking it so this is the way we are trying to utilize the whole thing and i guess this should be helpful for everyone as well so if you are planning to write some blogs or if you are planning to uh, deliver a talk after a lockdown then you can start planning about it start learning around it and you can uh, certainly do some better things uh, so in uh, in any other opinions about the travels so um i think we'll take it from h1 and then travel um h1 if people know it's already full 2021 ka uscis is full right uh but how many will be actually be able to travel or you know actually go forward in the next step of the h1 is probably going to be very few because we spoke to a few lawyers and they said that you know chances are ki september may august september may you might be able to them there might be another round where h1 might be issued because people just won't be won't have jobs to go to right h1 is a and gateway to a job in us uh, but the jobs don't exist there anymore uh, and i think one thing we'll have to keep an eye on is how businesses morph themselves i was speaking to a friend of mine where his company is now not going to lease space they are literally saving 2 million dollars a year right they've just said the cost savings are way too much even if it uh, sort of impacts 10 or 15% of their employees the cost savings of 2 million dollars is so much that we are going to enforce a work from home right and sort of get people who can work from home properly what will that do that will also reduce the need of travel because they'll be like most of our people are working from home or from co working why do you need to travel you also do the same thing from india right so the requirements themselves might change or may not change right um, that is the other thing and uh, the third part is that yes there is actually always a need for somebody to travel uh, if the work demands it and i think those are not going to go away just that it might reduce a little bit uh, and again it depends on companies right now agar hum chahe to bhi we can't get people to travel because we want to conserve money right we want to make sure that we avoid travel not because we don't want people to travel but because we just can't afford that we would rather extend our runway by a few months by saving on travel unless it's paid for by the client which doesn't happen in our case right so i think it's also situational but um, uh, again things are changing on a monthly basis and it will happen and us mein kaisa hai na ki because there is a record unemployment uh, the country is going to the government there uh, again speculation is going to 
work for their citizens before anybody else. So if a company wants to give a job to an outsider, uh, what will happen is that the government might ask, why do you want to do that? We already have so many unemployed people and you're bringing in people from some other country to take their jobs. So answering those questions for organizations is going to be very, very difficult going forward. Right. I think and I think that same case is, is true if it was reversed. Right. India, mein agar, if people are unemployed and we are getting people from outside India to give them jobs over here, questions to take So I think it will be more of a, uh, a social impact uh, and an economy impact that will be on travel more. And of course, COVID itself, uh, people are going to refrain from traveling and putting themselves in harm's way uh, in the near future. Maybe. Uh, you know, like say, for example, we were talking to Kesari Travels, uh, where there was a seminar with the founders of Kesari. They are sort of saying in nine months, to all our trips are closed just because people don't want to travel. They want experiences, but they just don't want to travel. The problem is they don't want to get into a plane. So we are going to not see any business nine months from now. So it will be a question of if you could magically transport people from India to US without putting them on a plane, then yes, they would want to do that. But I don't think they would want to get into an airplane soon enough. Uh, sure. So it was like nice discussion around a lot of points uh, with you guys like business uh, and employees. Let's uh, start with something little personal. So what uh, what's your schedule in this uh, lockdown? Like what schedule you guys follow? We will start with Samir. Um, so, uh, I'm actually amazed by, uh, people who are putting up, uh, recipes and pictures of food that they created by themselves and, uh, courses that they undertook or photographs that they took in from their house, because I'm actually the last three weeks have been craziest for me. I mean, uh, there's been so much going on that, uh, um, in terms of uh, thankfully for us customer proposals and stuff like that that i've had very little and we had some marketing events planned with our partners as well so those have become virtual now um, um but uh, it's been quite hectic so in that sense my schedule has been all over the place um so in that sense it has not changed much from how it used to be before uh, but um, so now I'm trying the, the, the one thing that I have introduced in my personal schedule is because my daughter mm -hmm. plays badminton and she is, uh, she's at home. She is quite, uh, it, she, she wants to maintain her fitness. So I've hired her as a, as a fitness coach. And so she's my fitness coach during this time. And every day she makes me, uh, do my fitness. I'm not that regular uh, up to her standards, but still, um, trying my level best uh, so that's that's been one thing that has uh, changed cool so uh, what about you Givish? what what you are doing this stage yeah i mean uh, the problem is uh, anyways um, as founders we are overworked uh, and because of the covid situation it's it's an additional things you end up doing whether it is talking to customers, talking to your colleagues, uh, figuring out the situation, uh, thinking through the situation, analyzing things which you would not have done in normal situations. So um, it's it's mostly work is, uh, you know, um, it's it's been busier than, than before. That's for sure. 
uh, and I have a one-year-old daughter. So yeah, other times then she keeps me busy. Cool. Uh, so what about you, Arif? Um, well, from a schedule perspective, I try to make sure that you know it's cliched, and a lot of people are saying the same thing. But I try to make maintain office hours separately as much as possible. Um, fortunately, I also have a one-year-old daughter, which keeps me very, very busy. <laughs> and uh, that is why, you know, uh, so so that's, it's good. It's actually a blessing in disguise because a lot of people told me that this, these are the times when kids, you know, you should be close to your kids. And as founders, that's very rare to get. Um, so that's, that's good. But otherwise, I do spend a significant amount of time trying to improve myself in terms of reading. So I've sort of uh, started, you know, uh, reading books on a like, very, very furiously. Um, and uh, and I just nonfiction is my genre. I really don't prefer fiction. So getting into that and, uh, you know, there's this uh, trying to keep myself a little flexible because sitting in the same chair, moving around in, a, in two, three rooms, or you know, it's, it's it, you don't realize it, but you know, three four months may I mean three three four weeks may you see your physical changes happening and you're getting more lethargic and all that. So and of course keeping the morale up, right? Uh, because uh, many people don't uh, realize this, but uh, you know, team members normally think are founder hai, isko to sab pata hi hai, right? Abhi kaise karna hai? Kya COVID hua to kya hua yaar? Matlab, of course, Girish ko to pata hi hai kya karna hai time <laughs> Founder hai na tag iske liye hona hi chahiye. So, but that is not true, right? So a lot of time you do end up lonely. You do end up uh, sort of thinking about what you do what, with the company, about the responsibilities of the team members, uh, vendors, everything. So keeping up morale, so spending time with family is very, very important and not like venting with them <laughs> because everybody's edgy, right? If you stay in a 200 square feet room for almost 23 hours a day, you are going to get edgy. So having patience and all that is also very important. So trying to, you know, I, I spend a lot of my time trying to uh, keep my family laughing, right? Being the butt of their jokes. That's very, very important. So that's where I, I do spend time. Sure. Yeah, uh, so for me also, similar to the other people here, the schedule has not changed much uh, uh, because it used to be hectic and still hectic uh, but uh, time bounding time bounding things uh, definitely helps uh, so keeping a family time separate than a work work time is is uh, key so i try to make sure that by nine o'clock in the evening we shut down the off, uh, office work and go back to the uh, families and uh, uh, i also have a six years daughter so finding a time for her in the pockets of the day uh, definitely helps so during lunch time now uh, uh, try to spend some time with her. Definitely, that's helping. Uh, as Arif was saying, uh, it's now more important to uh, take care of the fitness. So uh, I'm also not a fitness. Uh, I'm not in much much in fitness, but trying to do uh, regular morning exercises. Uh, that's that's important more nowadays. So yeah. Uh, sure. Uh, so one more question about the whole thing. So. Uh, what do you guys think about the virtual events so any opinions about that i know we are doing one but uh, uh, like you like it or you have some issues with it uh, what would you prefer physical events or virtual events going ahead 
I think Samir should take a first stab at it. Go for it. Um, given a chance, I would sit quietly in a room than speak to people. So, <laughs> I mean, whatever we are doing today itself is uh, a big deal for me. So, virtual events for me. Um, so, to me, events in um, physical space actually is an opportunity to meet people more than look at peop uh, people's product. Uh, it's a, it's a, I mean, from a startup's point of view, it's a single place where you can meet many people in a small budget, uh, to be perfectly honest. And so uh, virtual events in that sense uh, are hard uh, from that perspective. But it's a, it's a good thing because uh, if I miss that event, uh, it's likely going to be recorded and it's going to be available for me to look at it later for whatever reason. So uh, that's my take on it uh, because that's just the way it is. Uh, so virtual events are definitely important in these times. Uh, they are not going to replace the uh, in-person events whenever they start happening. But uh, in these times, having that uh, uh, human connection uh, uh, is is very important and virtual event i'm taking a very broad definition for that it could be just you know happy hour with your colleagues uh, with your team it could be with your friends because i'm sure uh, all of us all of us must have like had a virtual event for with our school friends or um, your college friends or uh, ex colleagues and so on right so yeah meaning if you can't have in person at least it can be replaced by virtual event to a certain extent. So I, before somebody else speaks, I just found out today a colleague of mine shared a website that says soundofcolleagues.com. And it's a quite interesting concept. So take a look at it, uh, people. It's I mean, just a very different concept, funny on a lighter note. So. Um... For uh, <clears throat> virtual events, I would say that uh, you should be careful, right? In the beginning, when people started working from home, uh, and I'm giving you my example and the people that I've spoken to, people just clamored for them, right? Because uh, there was uncertainty. So anybody, anywhere information came from, you would jump on it. And you'd be like, oh, there is a Thai webinar. Let's get into it. There is a this seminar. Get into it, right? Some... We see from some corner of the world is saying something, uh, you know, get into it. Uh, I think you should pick what you listen to. I think you should not spend copious amounts of times on these things. I mean, I'm talking in general. I'm not talking about very specific seminars. If they're very pertinent to your job, then yes, you know, do spend time. It's important. You will rarely get a chance to listen to these people. Because if you look at uh, the panelists on many webinars and uh, seminars that are going on, many of the conferences that have now become completely virtual. I think uh, I think ReactCon for something just went completely virtual for six days, right? It would be impossible for anybody else to take part in it in live form, right? So it's very good. Some things are very, very good. But I think you should not really get hooked onto this on continuously because that mistake is something that I did in the beginning, right? And it was based out of need that I just want to know more, know more, you know, maybe these people know more about it. Maybe the, this set of people, agar is bande ne Ola mein invest kiya hai to, bhai, isko to pata hi hai, kya hone wala. right? 
ऐसा सोच के पीपल गेट इन टू दीज वेबिनार्स आई थिंक दैट्स नॉट द केस पीपल आर ऑल्सो जस्ट स्पेक्यूलेटिंग एंड कंजेक्चरिंग एट दिस पॉइंट ऑफ टाइम द वायरस इज टेकिंग इट्स ओन कोर्स स्टे अवे फ्रॉम यू नो योर न्यूज स्टे अवे फ्रॉम लाइक माई वाइफ एज अ वेरी गुड पॉलिसी शी ओनली न्यूज हाफ एन आवर अडे भले ही फिर तभी कुछ भी आता हो uske beyond then you know she just won't listen to anything she like it, it doesn't matter right? it really doesn't matter how is it going to prepare you for it uh, but yes uh, technology seminars focus seminars focused webinars are just great and samir said uh, the right thing you know most of these are going to get recorded so don't have the fomo feeling you know the fear of missing out that if i'm not in it then are gaya if there is something important attend to that first uh my gmail is literally filled with confirmations of webinars right ya bhi 12 se 2 ye hai 2 se 4 ye hai 4 se 6 ye hai but uh, i hardly you know i have stopped attending them i'm focusing on work i'm focusing on imp- improvement uh, and the early points that i said right do self improvement self help that is more important if anything is uh, my one of my colleagues has again a very good policy he spends only the first 10 minutes on a webinar अगर वैल्यू का है तो ठीक है वरना ड्रॉप आउट राइट नो हार्म नो फॉल राइट नो बडीज गोइंग टू कम एट यू वरना वो होता है ना यू आर इन अ यू आर इन अ सेशन एंड यू सी पीपल गेटिंग अप एंड लीविंग एम्प्टी चेयर्स एंड वॉकिंग आउट एंड यू फील बैड विद वेबिनार्स अनफॉर्चूनेटली दैट्स नॉट द केस सो सो या आई थिंक यू शुड बी केयरफुल अबाउट व्हाट यू डू बट दीस दीस सेमिनार्स आर रियली गुड यस सर फ्रॉम माय पॉइंट ऑफ व्यू समथिंग इज बेटर देन नथिंग बिकॉज़ दीस सेशंस वर नॉट हैपनिंग Uh, physically so it's important to get converted into the uh, online and virtual virtual events uh, like aws mumbai was postponed and now it's going to happen virtually so maybe a great way to uh, get get news and things about the industry but completely agree with arif that it can suck your time like anything so you have to be very very particular about what you are attending and why you are attending uh, is it in your goal uh, the in the, your career path uh, so it is important but uh, conferences and events are part of our life nowadays uh, so uh, if if online is not possible then obviously sorry if offline is not possible online is is important to go so jesh actually i'm i'm i know i'm not supposed to ask you questions you're the host but since it's very pertinent to this discussion uh, you are very active with uh, you know conferences uh do you see that this will at least some part of the conferences will go virtual all the time or this is just temporary uh so i guess it will be temporary mostly because uh, the whole part of the conference is networking apart from the apart from the talks the most most of the people are interested in networking and getting to know people and uh, because of that i don't think so this will last a long so till the situation gets fine uh it's okay then afterwards it will be mostly in person events i guess so for the for some of the events like uh the meetups and stuff so if these events are moving to online that's good because uh, uh as a organizer if i want to organize a meetup each month uh so i i have to look into venue i have to look into some uh lunch or some sort of breakfast sort of sponsorships but now if i can do the do this kind of events online that will be great for uh that works for the meetups but not for the major conferences i guess yeah so i don't think so uh, the the online like, real events can going to be replaced by anything but uh, this this virtual events are also very cheap cheap for 
from time perspective, chief from uh, travel perspective, expense perspective. So uh, I I uh, envision that there are some tools will come which can somehow uh, link your networking uh, stuff also with the with the conferences and uh, maybe some 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 innovation is going to bound to happen around that. So yeah, there will be hybrid situations definitely. Uh, so things are going to go. There are some solutions around that as well. So some of the conferences, what they are doing is they have the app, uh, which has a list of all the attendees. You can go through it, and if you found someone uh, aligned with your work or someone you want to discuss with, you can just ping him, and then you can discuss on the uh, proprietary service they are using. You you can't go beyond that, but uh, if you if you can uh, get get along very well, you can exchange contacts, and then uh, you can utilize that. Uh, contact for the for your work as well. So this kind of solutions are coming in, and those might change the thing a bit. But still, like I hope the in-person events get continue as soon as possible, because I miss them a lot. You are extremely uh, social, Dash. This is uh, this what? is really impeding. You are extremely social. Lockdown is impeding you a lot. <laughs> uh, no, like I'm, I'm not extremely social, uh, social. But uh, the thing is, I, I, I love to discuss the tech with the people. Like, uh, if 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 you get on a call, I can go on discussing the if and if you are interested in discuss, discussing something about uh, your product or something about any technology stuff, then I can go uh, go go for that for one hour, two hour as well. So I, I love the, those discussions and those discussions happening in person can change most of the things. Like uh, so, sometimes I, I get uh, some work opportunities out of it or sometimes I get uh, some clients out of it. So that helps a lot. Uh, so uh, going with the last question. So what what do, what uh, do you guys think are the silver linings out of it? Uh, what some book recommendations if you guys have for the audience? So uh, it will be like open, uh, open question. You can uh, give your final thoughts about the whole thing. Uh, yes, Samir, you can start. Um, so I'm not a big book reader. So I will skip that part. I'll leave that to the others. Um, the silver lining as such is that when I left my job at Persistent 10 years ago, my goal was to uh, make it such that I don't have to be in a physical place necessarily to earn my income. And today that seems to be the reality for many people. So in that sense that it could be a silver lining for many people that they can sit anywhere where they may be and uh, still be able to perform their jobs. Uh, if you are in that lucky situation, then that's great. That's a silver lining uh, that I see, as I see. I think it will also make people think about what is essentials and what is non-essentials. Um, so sort of it sort of is going back to basics uh, that uh, what is absolute necessity, necessity for me and uh, as an individual uh, and what is uh, nice to have in our uh, life. Uh, it's also made people uh, realize that I hope, and um, it, it, those are the two things that I see from this uh, cloud business for us. I mean, business will happen um, eventually. People, uh, people who are sitting on fence from a business standpoint, uh, they are more inclined towards cloud now um, because of this, um, because of this unfortunate uh, situation. But 
we obviously have to look at the positives while dealing with uh, whatever is happening around us. So uh, this is going to be a lifetime experience. And I hope uh, this never happens and we don't have to experience this again. So uh, whatever learnings which we are going to take in terms of uh, professionally, in terms of personally, uh, they are going to last us long. In terms of business, if you have a long-term view, um, uh, this is just going to be a, a, a small uh, bump in the road. Uh, and, and I'm hoping that it is a small bump in the road uh, for, for all of us um, while we prepare for you know the worst case scenarios. Uh, <clears throat> so uh, another silver lining would be um, just uh, getting some uh, more time, uh, the time spent on travel or getting some more time with your family. Um, and I think over the course of this uh, discussion, we spoke about uh, many of the silver linings too. Um, coming to book recommendations, uh, recently I read uh, Barefoot Coach uh, by Paddy Upton. So he was the sports psychologist for the Indian uh, cricket team. Uh, it's it's a great book, very good insights into um, which goes into uh, mental strength training and so on. So yeah, it's a great recommendation. Um, I would say that um, like like Giri said, silver linings you've spoken about quite a bit. Um, uh, from a book perspective, currently I'm reading a book that was gifted to me by a colleague, uh, which is Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. It's a self-introspection book, very nice. Uh, you know, it gives you that strength and, and, it, and it opens up your horizons quite a bit. Um, from uh, So I like business books mostly. So I the other thing is I'm rereading Ben Horowitz, The Hard Thing About Hard Things, which is very, very important in this time, I believe. Um, he hits on many cases that you know we are actually dealing with, and uh, then we've got uh, I think the other one that I have is uh, uh, I think Atomic Habits. Yeah, Atomic Habits was the last one that I read. So mostly books that I would suggest pick a book uh, for its entertainment value, but also pick it for its educational value. Right. Again, I'm too old right now, I think, because I keep focusing on education more than entertainment. <laughs> uh, but yeah, see, these are the times when you have when when days will go by and, you know, you look back and you'll say, itna time khali tha kuch kiya right, because right now there is an all sucking environment, distracting environment around you. In fact, people are building products to distract you. And they have psychologists on board that help you build those products. Right? They are so deeply entrenched. So uh, yeah, think about every activity that you're doing. And I think that I think the, the fact that I realize that and I share this information with a lot of mentors um, or mentees rather is the silver lining for me because it helps me back as well. You know, it's like every time you teach something, you learn more. It's that kind of a thing. So I think uh, that we need to do. Yeah, so uh, from book perspective, uh, I recently read the book Accelerate. So if you are uh, trying to set up any tech uh, company or tech, tech solution, I think that's a nice book to, uh, to read. 
from silver lining point of view, I uh, I'm being optimistic. Uh, I feel that this is a great time to think about what next we can happen, and this is a great time to jump into the bigger opportunities. Uh, this is a lifetime opportunities uh, for entrepreneurs to start new. Uh, to, because there will be new problems to solve, which and then everyone on the same plate now. Therefore, everyone will start something new. So, a great time to uh, to think about the new problems and solve them. Cool. Uh, so, Anurag will continue with some of the questions from the audience. Okay. So, we have some burning questions. I think people have been waiting for a long time. So, I'll start with one which was the earliest. Uh, so I think we have touched upon it a bit, but uh, we would like to get your opinion on how uh, the traditional organizations are going to look towards uh, the remote uh, work in general. Uh, so startups have already uh, are known to uh, you could say promote remote work, but with this entire uh, you know, COVID situation, will uh, will other organizations as well take this into account? I think it's a big organization would have uh, uh, now a more positive uh, attitude in terms of uh, people working remotely. Uh, when it comes to startups, uh, I think they are already doing it. Uh, but there is this old school thinking that you need people to be right in front of your eyes to really understand, meaning really thinking that, OK, some work is happening. So and and it's just uh, old ways of doing things, you know. So this is a lockdown is a good exercise uh, to change those habits, to change that mindset. So which will happen because at the end of the day, infrastructure costs is uh, is a unnecessary overhead if you can't get the ROI in, in the productivity. And then um, companies will realize that. Uh, at the end of the day, the productivity matters uh, and not just enforcing anybody to sit in office for a fixed number of hours. I think uh, so. Yeah. I'm not yeah. expanding too much. Uh, I think you, you better be sure that 50% is going to be remote for at least a year because companies won't have choice to spend money on infrastructure. Right. So many small startups and large companies will have to work remotely for some time. Right. Uh, beyond that, the realization that productivity is not getting impacted, uh, like Girish rightly pointed out, maybe 20, 30, 40 percent infrastructure, hoga, but Baki Sare will be uh, remote. Uh, although one anecdotal point I'll tell you that in very large organizations, surprisingly, they are not very geared up to be remote because of uh, regulations right so if you're working with a bank or something then you need you know peer-to-peer -peer connectivity vpn chalna chahiye. Bohut, bohut zada restrictions hote right uh, they those can be enforced only from a space that they own right so in those cases it, things might go back to the way they were yeah uh, good point so the other point i think we have just just uh, about it uh, but i would like to hear in general, your analysis. So it has been approximately a month that we have all started and uh, how started work from home and how it has generally impacted your organizations in specific. Uh, let's talk about that a bit. If, uh, Actually, I think we covered this in depth. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. 
so there is this another question uh, which is around co-working spaces uh, so uh, co-working spaces like things like co-work where they were on Google. but uh, this uh, how how do you think uh, this entire uh, you could say uh, situation is going to affect uh, people who are dependent on that Are you talking about IT companies or IT parts of co-working or co-working in general? Both, Both. co-working as an as a business, and uh, if co-workings cannot sustain, uh, uh, will that have any impact on uh, uh, the companies? Um, if anybody else has an opinion, yeah. So uh, I have an opinion on that because we we are using co-working space. Uh, so uh, I definitely the impact will be going to be there. But there also, I feel they, they will come up with innovative solutions because even though you're working remotely, you will need some time to meet people, meet team, okay? So uh, they will transform their places into more maybe uh, uh, meeting places rather than working places. So as of now, if you see uh, most of co-working spaces there, 5% of space is uh, reserved for the meetings, okay? Maybe they'll expand it for that and there can be more entertainment there. So people might use it more ad hoc kind of nature, okay. And uh, the companies, let's say, as of now, we are using 100% co-working space for the entire team. As we were uh, talking about, maybe 50% will be a co-working, 50% will be remote working, but then you will need some time to uh, bring all the team together, maybe once in a week or once in a month, and there they will try to evolve new businesses around that. Okay, so uh, what I think is, uh because of this lockdown obviously companies uh, who are not already doing it will be more early, uh, having more positive attitudes towards working remotely uh, but one of the biggest constraints we have in india is the space so not everybody will have a dedicated room to always you know work work remotely so that's where the opportunity is for co-working space so on one hand um companies will be okay uh, for people to work remotely on the other hand uh, you have space constraint so where do you go so that space will be provided by co-working spaces uh, so it is a good opportunity to and also from company perspective you you are not constrained by a location you don't need to have a one single big office right uh, if you set up the right kind of processes uh, and enable people to work remotely uh, you can decentralize your office where people can, you know, uh, if they don't want to work remotely all the time from their homes, uh, they can work from the nearby co-working space. Awesome. So I think I'll take the last question. Uh, so any suggestions for the students who will be graduating this year? So not just from engineering, but we have seen effect uh, on people who are graduating from MBA. So what, what specific things that they should do or how do you think the economy is going to treat uh, the newcomers? Uh, so maybe I will, I will just uh, take the point here. Uh, so as, as I was telling before, it, it might be slightly harder than uh, get the job. Okay, But uh, as a student, uh, as a, just coming out from the college or something, uh, you have, you, if you can show your authority, okay, if you can put things on the web, uh, can show your authority on a stakeholder flow, GitHub, those kind of things definitely going to help you to get the job very fast. So uh, go more on practical approaches than theoretical uh, will will be my, my advice. Yeah, I would say the same thing. Uh, I, in fact, would go back to what 
uh, Amit was saying, right, that for students especially, they need to show their subject matter. They are subject matter experts by putting out open source projects. I think also the competition will be a lot more because remember, a lot of companies might go under. The consolidation will also happen. People are uh, forecasting that there'll be consolidation across every sector, right? Because now is not the time to compete with each other. It's time to work together, right? So that means competition will also rise. Uh, and as a student, what I would recommend to do is, again, capitalize on the current opportunity where a lot of courses are free, right? From uh, programming to you know product management to project management to whatever. Uh, just do them. Don't worry about the certification part. Don't worry about that bit because like Girish was saying earlier, right? Um, founders take interviews and they determine people's potential and abilities while the interview is, in, interview is happening. Not on paper, not on how many things are happening, right? We have rejected extremely good candidates who come from, you know, top tier colleges but are not able to articulate their uh, ideas in, in an interview. Right. And of course, interview ka wahi hota na, ki you have 30 minutes or 60 minutes to judge a person. It's unfortunate, but that's the way it is. You can't really give a chance to everybody. So you have to prepare yourself for those 60 minutes. And by that, set up a good background, like Amit said, Stack Overflow, GitHub for technology professionals, for HR and others, start speaking at events. Right. I'm seeing a lot of people now speaking continuously at these webinars. Right. So it could be a community based thing. It could be. Uh, your uh, neighborhood thing or whatever. And Jayesh is a leader in this, right? Uh, that is when it comes to uh, engaging with the community and also writing blogs and all of those things. So I would definitely suggest that you reach out to Jayesh and Anurag both and take advice from them that how do you set that thought leadership for yourself? And just to add to that, um, this is a good time for you to build something. Uh, you have all the necessary things which you need. Um, there are open source projects. Um, you could contribute to that. Um, there are uh, Slack communities uh, project-wise. You could join that. Look for uh, people, look for uh, ways to do contributions. Because at the end of the day, if you can even if you just reach out to uh, certifications or long resumes, meaning I would rather look at the code than the resume person. Um, agreed. I think Girish made an excellent point about that because um, so and, and that that brings me to another interesting aspect of it is the level playing field that has been set by the lockdown. Uh, you could be sitting in a remote part of Maharashtra and if you have internet access today and if you are in IT uh, and if you are interested in IT you have an opportunity to present yourself to anybody anywhere in the world, uh, not, not just India. I mean, uh, so really, uh, it's up to you to sort of take advantage of that and uh, do present yourself as the best case. Um, um, the points that Arif and Amit mentioned are obviously applicable. But I think it's just from that perspective, I think it, it's, it's exciting uh, for me to see that uh, there is talent that could come from anywhere. And so just like Dhoni came from Ranchi in cricket, right? You have an opportunity to come from anywhere in India and this gives you a lot of hope. Uh, so, and he, I mean, it's a shining example as I see from, uh, for any other field, 
that you, if you have belief and if you have the ability, uh, you should be able to do well anywhere. Uh, that's one part. The other part that I see is that people who had plans of going for studies abroad, uh, we will retain some talent within India uh, because for at least a year, year and a half for two years, you will see people cannot travel uh, because students coming in from China um, or any other foreign country, uh, there will be resistance uh, by every country in the world today to allow foreign students to be there. Uh, it's not a good thing for those students who had plans and who are thinking about going there. But there is obviously uh, the flip side of it is that maybe startups in India have access to more talent uh, who can build things uh, within India. So I think that's the other aspect that I'm very excited about and hopeful about. So. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, so I would say that concludes uh, our today's session. Uh, thank you everyone for joining us and it was a great great talk so what do you chesh uh, so thank you samir girish Am amit Arif, for uh, giving your time so it was like a very really good discussion around a lot of points and uh, it was helpful for people as well that uh, how the job uh, how the job situation is there in the market and did they have cleared all most of their points so uh, thank you and uh, let us uh, like tell, tell us your experience as well, how you felt about it and uh, what, what things we should do, do going ahead about the AWS UG Pune and what events you would like to see. Uh, I, I think overall experience was really great and uh, uh, we should have more, uh, more similar kind of uh, events. Uh, maybe we can do a, some, some technology driven things or maybe topic specific uh, uh, sessions uh, that might be the uh, helpful to uh, very nice people. Um, I'll go next. Um, I think it was, uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, this is the first time I'm being on such a uh, event. Uh, so thank you for giving me the opportunity to interact with all of all of you guys and obviously to the audience. Um, and if I'll I'll be more than happy to help if you, um, if if I can be of help in any of the events in future as well. Thanks. Uh, the good part about the uh, the discussion was we spoke about we focused on our individual cases because there are so many webinars assessing the situation. Uh, and good Arif brought it up uh, early on in on our WhatsApp discussion. Uh, because at the end of the day, um, all these webinars are going to sound same after some time. Uh, because what all points are going to be there, they will get covered at some point in time. So this was a good way to, you know, uh, for the probably for the audience to understand how companies are, do, are doing it in their specific cases. So I think that was the really good part about this discussion. And thanks for all your effort, Jayesh and Anurag. Uh, because there is a lot of background work which needs to be do, uh, which needs to be done to put up uh, such uh, discussions and webinars. So, uh, before I say anything, and there's a question by Vishal Alat about AWS credits. Yes, there is a uh, there is one by Amazon. I think you should reach out to Anurag or Jayesh. Uh, there is, in fact, a ten thousand dollar. Uh, plan that is there, but I believe you need to have a sound business before you leverage all that money. <laughs> okay. Um, 
the when you show an early stage you can uh, utilize the $1000 credit which is like founders credit types of thing so right. even if you just have an, your business in an idea form you can utilize the $1000 afterwards if you have a registered business you can definitely get $10000 credit okay so this this good news vishal you should definitely leverage on um apart from that great job anurag and jayesh like giri said uh, you know a lot of hard work goes into this thought process coming engaging with the community and uh, you know as i said jayesh is a master at that and thanks for the opportunity for engaging with all of us i uh, again like giri said you know the fact that uh, it is our problems you are talking about we are more confident about saying what it is and it is how it is and the for the audience i'd say that don't let this be the end of it uh are at least my email would be available for anybody who wants to reach out and wants to talk or help i know people are stuck at home uh it's good to talk it's good to pick up the phone or have a video chat with somebody it really opens up your mind and relieves you of all the stress that you're going through uh and in fact you can in fact share joy with somebody else right so do that and whichever organization you are in please remember two points one your founders do not know everything they are also winging it they are also making sure you survive and they survive they are they have your best interests in their heart uh, and therefore just be patient with them on how they deal with the situation right a lot of people want to jump ship want to basically say are idhar kuch ho nahi raha hai wahan jate hain idhar kuch ho nahi raha hai because har kahin bhi ho nahi raha right uh, so just be very patient with founders just be very because remember they are in more trouble than anybody else at this point of time right and the second part is that they are looking for your help more than anything else as a founder i'll tell you i look towards my team than anybody else at this point of distress right so keep that in mind that whatever you do improving yourself to suggestions to working hard to dealing with any other situation is just going to go a very long way it's time to build relationships right it's time to bring build long term relationships who you talk to who you be with right now they will be your friends forever right so don't take any knee jerk reactions and uh, feel free to reach out uh, everybody is going through this in the same way right and again thanks jayesh and anurag for having us on the panel thanks thanks anurag thanks jayesh thanks anurag well said i agree with you Uh, so thank you guys. We will drop the Twitter handles of all us, all our panelists on the YouTube comments. You guys can follow them on Twitter and reach, uh, reach out to them about uh, if you have any questions. Uh, so thank you guys. We will uh, say it a goodbye and then have a good day and have a good weekend. Yeah. Thank Thanks. You. Yeah. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Have a nice weekend. Bye.